0: So it's come to this, a Simpsons family podcast. I am the father, Brian.
1: Oh, are you pointing at me? I'm pointing at you. <laughs> My name is Corey, and that's it. That's just us.
0: Okay. Yeah, Noah, uh, Brendan, today.
1: He doesn't care about you.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of does, but he doesn't. But mainly, it was just because um, he was actually away last weekend. Um, took a trip to. He took a trip to Philadelphia for a Magic uh, the Gathering tournament. And it's been really difficult trying to coordinate our schedules because once he came back, then he basically had to work the rest of the week. So it was a little bit difficult. And rather than waiting, Corey and I just decided to do this on our own. So you're just going to have to deal with us today. Yay. So our apologies. Sorry. But all right, so without any further ado, why don't we get to our. You know what? what it is. Oh. The romper room Listen, shout out. this
1: is even faster this time. Ugh, I don't like this at all. I was not looking on Pinterest either. Um, okay, where's my magic mirror? There it is. It's dirty. Gotta clean it. Er, er, er. There it is. It's clean. All right, so I'm looking in my mirror, and I see Caleb and Jess. I see, I see Mike, Susie, and Maurice, the Boogeyman's Closet. I guess they're back from hiatus? They're back, baby in POG form. Carl and Patrick and Lindsay and Benji, hosts of What Happened, formerly known as the Goo Goo Gaga Hour, sponsored by Masterclass, and I see Timothy, and um, I see my friend Jay, and Joey, and Amy, and uh, Jasmine, and Steve the Otter, and um, I don't know who else. Nikki you didn't want to give me me to give you a shout out ever but I did so what do you think about that uh did I say my best friend Timothy I'll say him again he's so nice I'll say it twice Timothy I see ya you're seen um I don't know let's get on to the real people because none of y'all I feel like I'm just saying the same people all the time am I
0: Am I saying the
1: same people all the time? Sometimes. Well, maybe someone should email me and tell me to include them. You know what's actually sad is Uh, we belong to this group uh, called Rad Pantheon. Hi, um, Josh. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) we belong to this group called Rad Pantheon. And I said, hey guys, if you guys want a romper room shout out on our podcast, just let me know
0: no one let you
1: know no one (laughs) not one of them you malukes you jabronis this is why i say here are the real people tj and cash karen and georgia sterling k brown this uh, guys i'm just memorizing all of this uh andy samberg and the lonely island uh who chris redd he's a friend of mine Uh, Michael Che I wish he was a friend of mine wouldn't that be fun it would be fun it would be fun um but not Colin Jost oh oh, Jost I love ya um who else Aquafina, she likes me but not you I think that's fair Taika Waititi I wish he was my best friend I bet he'd be fun too you wish Jermaine was your best friend though right yeah jemaine would be a lot
0: but when we discussed this it was between jemaine or brett and i said jemaine but if you're throwing taika watiti in there i think i have to put taika ahead of jemaine
1: what about murray what about murray reese starby you wouldn't want to be friends with him
0: i didn't say i wouldn't want to be friends. i would love to be friends with him over brett
1: i don't know
0: <laughs> Well, that's why you don't make a decision. You I'm just getting be carried, friends with all of them. I'm
1: getting them. carried away here. Just be friends um, with all of them. I'm losing track of this train. Where am I going? Uh, who else? Oh. Hello to uh Mark and Josh and Jennifer and all of the members of the MMC Justin Timberlake. Hello. Polly Shore. <laughs> New listener, Polly Shore. Uh, Buddy. Hello to Peter Cetera and Kenny G and my best friend, the Silver Fox, Dick Gear, and... There it is. We did it. We did it. Dean, we did it! It's been done. Dean, you want to get some headphones on? You can join in. (laughs) No? I guess that's a no. He's just sitting out here with us. Okay, go ahead.
0: All right, well, thank you.
1: No, thank you.
0: And I think I forgot to say this at the front. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you being here.
1: Ah... you didn't say so, it at the front, so you really don't appreciate that. I do. How awful of you.
0: Well, it's kind of interesting, Corey, that you were, it seemed like you really doubled up with Timothy this week.
1: I think I did.
0: And <laughs> uh, I did mention right before we started recording so that nice. you i twice. an email today. Yeah. But I didn't say what the email said because you didn't want to know. So, the reason why I say it's so interesting that you mentioned him twice is because our email is, of course, from Timothy. The only person who emails us. And it is titled, Oh, the Neglect.
1: No! No!
0: So, you may recall on our last episode when Cory was doing her romper room shout-out, she forgot Timothy, but then went back after the fact and said, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and then, you know, tried to make up for it and everything. Well... As i offended I said, the
1: only person who listens yep. to us so
0: as i said we did get an email oh from him God. and he said hi just a quick note to cuss out Corey for almost what? forgetting me timothy. and he said why i ought to box your ears you sneaky pete <laughs> and that was it so thank you timothy for reaching out we do That's appreciate pretty good. it and if you have if you are interested in reaching out to us for any reason Cuss me out. Yeah, if you'd like to cuss us out or if you're upset because you forgot, you were forgotten on something.
1: No one is upset about that it seems by that the way, way,
0: except for one person.
1: Except for poor Timothy. So again, our
0: apologies Timothy. Hopefully we've made it up for you, but again, if you'd like to email us for any reason, you can get us at so it's come to this pod at gmail.com. On Instagram, you can find us, so it's come to this underscore pod. And on Facebook, so it's come with the number to this. What about Twitter? We don't talk about Twitter. Sure. Although, last episode, we did talk about Twitter quite yeah, a bit. Yeah,
1: so you're a liar.
0: So, just on that episode, though. All right, so for our Eye on Springfield segment, do have a few things here. Uh, the first, I actually wish Brendan was here, because he might be interested in this. Uh, the Simpsons Hit and Run was a video game that was made back in the day on the PlayStation 2. I and, remember that game. Yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. It was kind of like an open world game. Um, and there has been, um, there's a creator, uh, it's a YouTube, person, uh, <laughs> yeah, a YouTube person, a YouTube streamer or a YouTuber <laughs> named Reubs. And he started remaking The Simpsons hit-and-run with modern remastered graphics and one continuous open world rather than the game split into levels or zones. And he's even added a multiplayer option to it. So it is a pretty ambitious project, but ReUbs has stated that it's being made purely for entertainment purposes and will not actually ever be made available to the public because he doesn't want to risk any legal ramifications for Fox at Disney. So this decision makes sense. I mean,
1: that's pretty smart of yeah
0: so he has released a whatever his name is yeah reubs so he has released a YouTube of basically him creating this and kind of like some gameplay of the game so it's pretty cool I'll put it up on our Facebook page um, but with all of this happen happening um, given the fact that the possibility of a remaster of the Simpsons hit and run game has been posed by one of the producers of the game this could lead to what? this could lead to an official remaster. So given there has been lots of requests for a remaster of this iconic game, support for Reubs fan project could show Disney that there's a lot of interest in an official version of this. And after all, the desire for a remaster of SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom <laughs> eventually resulted in THQ Nordic making it a reality. So it was kind of very similar, where a lot of people said they wanted a remaster of the game, kind of like this. Sure. And they actually made it possible. So maybe that'll be coming in the future. We don't know. Maybe. All right. uh, Next thing, Super 7. Um, I talked about these a while back. Um, They have like these high-end Simpsons action figures. So they've released a few new ones. Uh, This time they have Mr. Burns, Kang and Kodos, and Ralph Wiggum. So they've been added to their collection. They do look really fantastic.
1: I'm a superhero.
0: But they are very expensive. How expensive are Um, they? They're between... um,
1: Are they as expensive as a small pony?
0: Not quite that expensive. Alright. It depends on the character. I believe Ralph and Mr. Burns were around $50 a piece. And I think Kang and Kodos were like $70 a piece.
1: What is this again?
0: They're just action figures. Oh. So, they do have a bunch of super fun accessories included with each, and each figure is made to order, and can be available by pre-order at Entertainment Earth, with the release date set for October 2023. Wow. So, yes, they're obviously going to be out for a while. So, at the time of writing, you can also score free U.S. shipping at Entertainment Earth using the code SUNFREE22 at checkout. So... Obviously, we're not sponsored, but if there's some people out there, collectors and things like that, they're pretty cool. You could check them out.
1: If you'd like to sponsor us, though, we're not gonna say no. Gonna say no,
0: hey! We just gave a free promo code for your company, so
1: maybe you should throw a little something our way. So
0: yeah, Super Seven. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, feel free. Um, so this, yeah, was an interesting thing that I found, and actually kind of sad. Um, I don't like sad. So Yardley Smith the voice behind behind Lisa Simpson, uh, recently opened up about her battle with bulimia. So she said that she had an eating eating disorder for 24 years. How
1: far into this are we going to get? Because this might trigger me. Not real far. Okay, great.
0: Um, So she said that she had an eating disorder for 24 years from the time she was 14 until she was 39. So the actress, uh, now 57, revealed on the latest episode of the Allison Interviews podcast, which was released recently. So Smith said it was around her impending 40th birthday when she decided to seek treatment. And she said, quote, I sort of pulled up my socks and said, all right, I need some actual help. I've been telling myself I can do this on my own forever, and obviously I can't, she recalled. So if you'd like to hear more about that, go check out that podcast and Happy to hear that it seems like she's doing well. Um Lastly, um, I have uh, staff at the Landwash Brewery in Mount Pearl, Newfoundland, Canada are big fans of the Simpsons and they were looking to have a bit of fun with the packaging for their latest barbecue mix pack. Of course, these are beers. Each can has a cartoony design and you'll also find quotes on the bottom of the can next to the best before date. <laughs> So brewmaster Christina uh, Coati, and I'm sorry if I got that oh, wrong.
1: It's a lady brewmaster? Yes. Good for her. So she
0: said most of the quotes were picked from episodes that tie in with summer and barbecues, like Lisa the Vegetarian, to tie into the beer's barbecue themes. So some of the quotes on the bottom of the cans are, You don't want friends with salad? I see you've played Knifey Spoonie before. And it's still good. It's still good. It's still good. And all cans can be found, or all of them can be found on cans across the province. So I'm not oh. sure if they have come to the United States or not, but they are available in Canada from what I can, from what I saw there. So, all right. So uh, that is all I have for our Ion Springfield segment today. And should we just jump in, or do you have anything else to add? No. Okay. Let's just jump. Alright, so for our episode today, obviously normally we'd have Brendan introducing it, but since he's not here, I'll just quickly do that for us. So today, uh, as mentioned last week, or last time, uh, we are going to be looking at another Sideshow Bob episode. This is the uh, sequel to the one that we watched last week, The Great Louse Detective. And this one we're looking at episode, this is our 62nd episode, called The Italian Bob. It's from season 17, and it was episode 8. It's the 364th episode overall. The production code is HAB402. It originally aired December 11th, 2005. It was directed by Mark Kirkland and written by John Frank, which I found interesting because those are the two that did uh, The Great Louse Detective. Uh, it guest stars Maria Gorica Cucinata, Kelsey Grammer, and John Moshida. And there was a pair of cartoon hands that deal out a wild royal flush consist- consisting of the Jack of Diamonds as Bart, Queen of Diamonds, Marge, the King of Diamonds, Homer, the Ace of Diamonds as Lisa, and the Joker is Maggie.
1: I feel like the Joker should have been Bart.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. All right, just a few things about this episode before we jump in. Um, Cor, your favorite, Kelsey Grammer.
1: I love Kelsey Grammer.
0: Uh, he won the Emmy for uh outstanding voiceover performance for his voice portrayal of sideshow bob for this episode
1: he should have he's fantastic
0: and now this marks the third time that a credited guest star for the show has won an emmy the other two being marcia wallace and jackie mason although both wallace and mason won theirs as a joint win with the rest of the main cast the first time the category was awarded in 1992. Uh, John Frank won the Writers Guild of America Award for Outstanding Writing and Animation at the 59th Writers Guild of America Awards for his script for this episode. Uh, this episode is a reference to the 1969 British caper film The Italian Job. Um, among the locations of Sim- Simpsons visit in this episode are Pisa, Pompeii, Tuscany, Rome, and Venice.
1: The Italian Job, which also had a creptacular remake. yes. In the early odds. 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. And
0: that's when Mini Coopers became a big thing because yes. they were featured Mini very Coopers heavily Mini Coopers all in
1: that. up in that yin-yang. Yep.
0: So, and Charlize
1: Theron, who really was way better than that yes. movie. Wasn't... I think Seth Green was in it too, wasn't he? Wasn't
0: Mark Wahlberg in that? Ugh, probably. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Corey, do you know I'm who just, Maria uh, Grazia Cucinata is?
1: Uh, it sounds very familiar.
0: So, apparently she was in, because I didn't really know. At first I thought, and I don't know if I'm just mistaking this episode with another one, but um, there's another Italian actress. Isabella Rossellini. I thought that's who it was, but then obviously I saw that she wasn't credited. Let me stop
1: you right there, because the Italian job, the remake, Mm -hmm. had way better actors than it deserved to have. Of course, frickin' Mark Wahlberg was the lead guy. Ed Norton was in it. I love Ed Norton. Michael Kane was in it.
0: Michael Kane.
1: Donald Sutherland was in it. Seth Green was in it. And Jason Statham was in it.
0: Jason Statham.
1: He was probably the bad guy. Probably. But, like,
0: I don't know. I remember. Give it another try. Most Maybe it's Steph was than in you it.
1: Think. I remember it being a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> so, why did all of these great people latch on to this awful project. Well,
0: Dumbstruck's full of money will really help you make a decision, I guess.
1: Mark Wahlberg probably had that same expression on his face, he has in every single freaking movie he ever does. Thank God he's not a listener of this podcast. Yes. Go ahead, I'm sorry I interrupted right. you. so
0: moving on. Um, again, uh, Maria Grazia Cucinata, and I apologize if I'm getting that wrong. Um, so she's best known for her roles in Il Postino, um, she was Isabella from uh, The Sopranos, and she was a Bond girl, credited as Cigar Girl, in the James Bond film The World Is Not Enough. So. Nope. Yeah, so like I said, I thought maybe one of those...
1: I mean, I haven't seen Il Postino, but I've heard of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, The Sopranos, I didn't watch it enough yeah. to... Like, I wasn't watching it. Yeah, and
0: I don't either. think... Like, I did watch The Sopranos, but I don't think that was, like, a main character. I could be wrong on that, but... Because it's been a while since I've seen it. But.
1: And if she was a recent Bond girl, then I have no idea. Yeah, I th- well, I think because... that's a
0: Pierce Brosnan movie. The world is not enough. I think that's Pierce Brosnan.
1: I think I stopped at, like, Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> i made 80! <it>!
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, too, because, like, you know, if Brendan was here, I'd, I would would have questioned if he would have been like oh i don't think it was cool that the actress spoke with like an italian accent and then be like well no that was actually Well, she's voice. italian right and she's italian so that was her voice it wasn't someone putting on an accent or anything like that so
1: it wasn't like luigi
0: right so the lamborghini festerosa is a virtually identical to the real life lamborghini hmm. gallardo
1: the Lamborghini festerosa
0: oh what did i say
1: lamborghini yeah
0: Lamborghini festerosa you're right So, but it is identical to the Lamborghini Gallardo and is a play on the name of Italian exotic cars. So, the Fasterosa's name is also derived from the Ferrari Testarossa, Testarossa. of course. Um, So, at one point in the episode, Lisa mentions uh, Jean Valjean from Les Miserables. Mm -hmm. And both Bob and Principal Skinner have worn Valjean's prison number in the past on the show. Really? Yes. So the PBS logo that they show um, when the kids are about to watch the movie, it has like a Simpsons overbite. uh, So that I thought was interesting. Um, In Sideshow Bob's flashback, um, we mentioned this is a lot of times considered like a sequel to The Great Laos Detective. When you first see him in the flashback, he is wearing the exact same clothes he was wearing um, in his last appearance when he ran away from Bart. So the ep, this episode was shown during the Super Bowl halftime show. What? Back in two thousand six, which I thought interesting, but okay. Super
1: Bowl schmooper Bowl.
0: But it just seems strange that I'm sure I did, but it just seems strange that like that would be like a big thing, like oh we're gonna show this during halftime. So I uh, don't know. I don't know, but whatever. So this episode, um could also be seen as a sequel to the previous episode before this called the last of the red hot mamas because in that episode i think instead of considering it a sequel i think i would say maybe they were teasing towards this episode because in that episode lisa contemplated visiting italy and yes. learned italian from bart's friend millhouse
1: wait millhouse knows italian
0: yes his family is italian and his mother is from it or not his mother his grandmother is from italy In that particular episode I don't know if that's followed through or not But I think that might be the only time she's ever appeared
1: It must be on his mother's side Because Van Houten is not in Italian Correct, yeah I
0: think it is Um, So this episode does mark a turning point in the series As all episodes prior to this Sideshow Bob was trying to kill Bart only And then after this episode Sideshow Bob has been trying to kill the entire Simpsons Because Vendetta Vendetta, exactly and the last thing I wanted to mention is the Italian language uh, spoken in the show is a quite literal translation of the English phrases shown as subtitles. So if anyone out there speaks Italian or anything, you probably know that the language that was spoken it it's not grammatically correct. And, um, but the literal translation of the English... Idiomatic expressions would sound nonsensical as an Italian native. So this was deliberately done so viewers who don't speak Italian could understand the jokes. So obviously what? that took a little... They basically, what they're saying is they didn't necessarily use the Italian language in the correct way that it was spoken, and they kind of but made it different so that way English speakers could understand what was being portrayed.
1: But subtitles...
0: I don't know. That's just what that they That doesn't did.
1: make any sense, does it? So
0: they did use Italian, but it wasn't grammatically correct. Okay, current. but
1: like I'd rather use something grammatically correct and just have them use subtitle. Look, I didn't I don't speak Italian. I didn't know what they were saying in Italian. I read the subtitles. I'm not going to be offended if I do speak Italian by the I, I have a problem because I feel like that's dumbing up.
0: I agree. Yep. It was unnecessary. It didn't need to be.
1: Yes. Oh, we're not so dumb. Right. That you have to dumb up Italian too. Right. For us, for your stupid American audience. Ugh. You shouldn't have said that. Now I'm mad. Now you're mad. Ugh.
0: Well, while you're being mad, that's a perfect time to jump right in here.
1: Vendetta.
0: <laughs> so,
1: Vendetta against Disney. Oh. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah! I love that. I love Cut you. That out. I
1: love you, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that out. Uh, do I talk about the MMC all the time? You do. I do. So they should know you love. So Mouse. come on.
0: That's right. All right. So Act One. Um, after Mr. Burns gets teased about his old car by the Kings at Springfield Elementary School, he sends Homer <laughs> to pick up a brand new Lamborghini Fasterosa car in Italy. So the family flies over on El Italia And have a great time touring the country, despite Homer and Bart's mockery of the culture and history of Italy. Lisa tries to pass the family off as Canadian to avoid potential (laughs) ridicule from Europeans who believe Americans make stupid choices. Although this backfires when Homer brings in an American flag and rubs it in the face of all the other passengers. After one huge food wheel Made of mortadella Lands on the car and crushes the hood <laughs> They slowly push it to a small Fictional Tuscan village nearby Called Salisacea Which is um, Translation of sausage And are told that the mayor Speaks English The Simpsons are shocked to find out that the mayor is none other than
1: Ah, side shabab
0: Who is equally shocked to see them <laughs> Alright, act one Corey, you got anything?
1: I'll say this much right off the bat. Sure. This made me long for season two of Master of None, the Aziz Ansari show okay. on Netflix, because in season two, his character lived in a little Tuscan village in okay. Italy, and he was learning how to make pasta. I don't know why it just did. Especially the Wheel of Cheese. Okay. Um, also... When Homer comes out with the American flag Mm -hmm. and is like, shock and awe, loser, shock and awe, (laughs) which is something I do say sometimes still. Um, It reminded me... And don't
0: mess with Texas, which you don't say. I don't say that.
1: (laughs) It reminded me, my sweet sister-in-law, after something happened a few years ago and someone was nominated president and some stuff went down. My sweet sister alone went, I don't remember exactly where they went, but it was somewhere and she posted on Facebook how, how much she wanted to apologize to people that she was American. And someone that you and I both know We're like, never be sorry to be an American, USA, USA, USA. And I'm like, whoa. And this is a person who was wholeheartedly against this person getting into office and then starting a USA chant on my poor sister-in-law's comment section. And I'm like, holy cow, people are cuckoo. Listen, if I travel abroad... Where are you from? Niagara Falls, Canada. That's right. Canada. Canada. Ka- eh? <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> yes, for sure, because <laughs> you don't want to really admit and it keeps getting worse that you're American. So, yeah, especially like overseas. Yeah. So,
1: that that's that's the first thing that like popped into my head like, "Ugh." Right. Jeez. Okay. It's usually boomers that do that. Sorry to the boom, There are no boomers listening to us. Be Sorry to no one. <laughs> so, Gen X rules. Suck well, it, losers. If there are any
0: boomers out there, feel free to reach out to us.
1: <laughs> How are they going to figure that out? I don't know. We're not giving our address out so they can send us real mail.
0: They that's, They can, they can work the electronic nice. mail on the internet.
1: Oh, man. That's real mean of me. <laughs> Email me if I'm wrong though.
0: Yeah, true.
1: Um, then we'll get emails. Yeah. Um, diversity tales. <laughs> Do you remember those videos in like elementary school?
0: Actually, I don't think we ever had to watch anything like that. But go ahead and talk. Give me I your mean, experience. I
1: just vaguely remember them.
0: And was it like that where it had kind to get paused of. that apart and then you yeah, discuss and what then was we had happening? to discuss
1: what was happening. Yes. <laughs> But also, it kind of reminded me of Veggie Tales too.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Except Veggie Tales got super
0: Christian-y. That was the whole point behind it. Really? Yes. Really,
1: right off the bat? Yes. It
0: didn't. I, it didn't like merge into that. That was the intention. I all didn't along. know that. Yes, that was the intention. All I long.
1: just put my mouth. I put my hand over my mouth like I was telling the listeners a secret.
0: Yep, that's true. You did. We're sharing secrets see it.
1: now, guys.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying God. is you enjoyed your multicultural oh, movie? Oh, I hated
1: it. <laughs> multicultural, schmulticultural, my butt.
0: Was it worse than wheelchair Nokio?
1: Nothing was worse than wheelchair Nokio. There was never a wheelchair Nokio, guys. Um.
0: Well, I will say this though. <laughs> so when Willie brings that TV card in, and like all it the made kids. me. Yeah, they get all Yay! excited because it made me think like there's nothing greater when you're in like elementary maybe even middle school I oh, guess high school high too,
1: school come on when
0: the TV cart comes in and you're just like oh this then is you an can easy take day a nap. yep you're like this is an easy day this is great
1: except there's
0: nothing better than I this.
1: took a um, class in high school on movies and
0: as did I I don't
1: remember what it was called
0: but right. So you actually had to pay attention to the movies.
1: You had to pay attention. I mean, thank God I love movies. And these weren't crappy movies either. These were like The Godfather. Yeah,
0: I was in a class like that too. (laughs)
1: Maybe they shouldn't have been showing us The
0: Godfather. So I'm going to one-up you there. Go ahead. As you know, I went to a Catholic school. You did. And they showed us The Godfather. The
1: Passion of the Christ? No, they
0: showed us The Godfather. And if you're saying that, maybe they shouldn't have shown you The Godfather in a public school. Yeah. They probably, definitely shouldn't have been showing us The Godfather in a Catholic school.
1: <laughs> Did it make you want to go out and, uh, you know, give it to... I don't... No. What? <laughs> and
0: actually, we watched all three.
1: I think we just watched The Godfather.
0: Yeah, we watched all three. <laughs> and then I think we watched... Passion of the Christ. Towering Inferno, as well. Steve, uh, Steve McQueen. Steve
1: McQueen, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was a good class. But.
1: Is that that... Uh... Horribly misogynistic teacher you no, had. It was not. Who made you all pick on the poor girl in the class until she transferred out of there? No comment. Problematic. What a problematic child you were. No,
0: no comment on that. <laughs> but yeah, to me, there was nothing better when that cart came rolling in because you were like, "Yes, free day today."
1: Unless you had to pay attention.
0: And you know what? Also, being a teacher it's also a great day for a teacher too
1: it is um the john mulaney sketch where he's out with his teacher friend and she's getting drunk and he's like don't you have work tomorrow and she's like i'll show him a video he's like well well, don't you have to i don't want to work and they don't want to (laughs) learn or something like that
0: But yeah, and that was like the best day for a lesson plan, because you could just put in movie in your lesson plan and then move on. Were you hungover when you did that? No. You should know. That's a stupid question. (laughs) So. Uh,
1: Ha 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 I'm funny.
0: Any thoughts on the kids' comments to Mr. Burns?
1: I love Dodge Scaravan. (laughs) Good one. Maybe you should buy an Oldsmobile. Huh? Crickets. Huh? I would have laughed at that also. Well,
0: how dare you mock his mobile, amoe- mobile immobile mobile a mobile wait.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Mobile a mobile is what he says.
1: <laughs> I will take your picture. Stand perfectly still for seventy eight minutes. <laughs>
0: you know what I would have liked one quick follow up to that. I would have liked seeing the kids leave school and he was and he still, was still there. there. Yeah. I think I would have liked that. But I mean I think they kinda did that with him sleeping. Mhm. What but. Um, also, so Nelson slept in a cave?
1: Nelson has a hard life.
0: Sure does.
1: No wonder he's a bully.
0: And also that comment Mr. Birds when he gets really upset at the kids, Eddie asks Smithers to kill them.
1: And Smithers is like, "I can't do that, sir."
0: Eddie just said, "Well, maybe we could buy a car, a new car." Eddie goes, "Well, whatever's easier." <laughs>
1: Killing children or a new car? Yeah. I have, you know,
0: I mean, a, six B. in
1: one hand, half a dozen in the other.
0: Um, Thoughts on Homer's comments about the Lamborghini Fasterosa?
1: Oh, that's what he thinks about when. Yes. Mm, Homer. <laughs> Maybe just don't admit that tomorrow. Yeah,
0: exactly. Probably not a good, a good idea there. <laughs> and then also when. um he convinces Burns to let him go to Italy. Yeah. And he's like, can I bring my family? And he's like, yes. And he's like, do I have to hang out with them? And he goes, well, it'd be nice. Well, that would probably be
1: a good idea, he said. <laughs> and
0: he gets very upset. <laughs> so, also going along with questionable comments on the show, which I felt like there was quite a few. Yeah. Um, Cletus is Brandine's husband and son.
1: But she's about the same age as he is. <laughs> right? So, please tell me how that works out.
0: But he is a great father, because he did get his kids a brand new playhouse.
1: I, good for him.
0: <laughs> when uh, they're talking about when Bart... Marge is encouraging Homer to be irresponsible. And, you know... It's either Bart or Lisa says, like, should we really be encouraging him to do that? And then Bart says, maybe we should encourage him to get health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, he starts getting strangled. And then he uses... And then
1: Bart uses the uh, machine to, to hit himself. him.
0: <laughs> and then I just love the, uh, the Italian guy working there. And he's like, so first time in Italy? <laughs>
1: uh, I like the sign for people who really have nothing inside.
0: Oh, at the... At
1: the car shop, yeah. yeah. the Lamborghini uh, yeah. factory. <laughs> yeah. For people who really have nothing inside.
0: And Homer does get to see something really amazing that he's only seen pictures of previously.
1: A McDonald's with wine in it?
0: Yep, a McDonald's where you can get booze right in front of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And I love when Lisa's like, well, Dad, do you want to turn around and look at the tower? And he's like, no, it's on my no. cup. No, yeah. <laughs>
1: No, I've seen it before, thank you.
0: So do you have any thoughts on the Pompeii uh <laughs> Those excursion? people I
1: love those people that look just like The Simpsons and he's like savages.
0: <laughs> and then the cheese truck.
1: I mean Or a cheese truck. The cheese truck. I'd like to I'd like to accidentally get behind a cheese truck, I think. In that situation? Not in that situation, but like
0: because then you're going to have to deal with mozzarella, parmigiano, provolone, pecorino, gorgonzola, fortina, talagio, braconini, mortadella. And apparently the way that Lise is doing that, yeah. it was done to the tune of Italian Calypso, which is a song on the seven hills of Rome. What? I don't know. I don't know I've what never that... never heard of I it, don't know but... what
1: any of those words mean.
0: But that's what I saw in my research, so...
1: Okay, well... I guess I trust your research. I guess I trust... Never mind. Yes.
0: (laughs) Speaking of research, Homer has quite the... um, He knows quite the history on Italy. When he says, Wish you'd never been unified by Victor Emmanuel II. (laughs) If only you'd stayed a loose confederation of city-states, trading with each other and occasionally warring.
1: I really like that he just knew all of that information. (laughs) Right?
0: But he does say, Why can't you people learn to speak my language?
1: I've learned to eat your food. <laughs> Thanks, Homer.
0: So what about uh, the mug he tries to give the lady from Kentucky?
1: Kentucky. That's an insult in Italian. <laughs> I wonder if it really is a camp.
0: It mug. is not. I did look that up. It, is it not. can't be. No. Um, so some people are saying that when Homer gave her that mug, that it's a reference to behind the laughter. Remember the episode where it's kind of like a parody behind the music? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: they do mention that they are a northern Kentucky family. Mm-hmm. So some people are like, oh, maybe that was just a little reference to that episode. So, And last but not least, Sideshow Bob, his dream has come true, and he's finally become mayor. Because as we know, early on in The Simpsons, he tries to become mayor right. of Springfield. So finally happened for him so all and right good
1: for him yeah
0: i mean good on him and it seems like he's really cleaned himself up but we'll yes. get more into that in act two because we're just we just get the reveal that he's there in Act
1: one. i love when they were like ah sideshow bob and he was like ah the simpsons
0: <laughs> i feel like it would be the same reaction for both because it's like yeah he's trying to get his life together right. and he's like oh god i'm getting pulled back into these people again right so all right so you got anything else for act one no. Right.
1: I feel like we're zipping through.
0: Yeah, we're, go- we're going right through here. So, all right, Act 2. Uh, Bob explains that after he last attempted to kill Bart, he wanted a new life away from Springfield. Bob decided to get a fresh start elsewhere by using a knife and gloat to randomly, <laughs> in quotes, <laughs> settle on a new destination, eventually choosing Italy, but only after passing over Orlando, North Korea, Shelbyville, and Bartovia. So after a rough start, the Italians warm up to him um, when he helped them crush their grapes into wine using his enormous feet. After that, they elect him as mayor of their tiny village, and as a result, Bob has resisted all intentions of killing Bart, and he reveals that he now has a family. He introduces them to his wife, Francesca, and his son, Gino. They know nothing about his past life in America, and when Bob begs the Simpsons not to tell anyone in order to have their car fixed, which they agree to do. One month later, Bob hosts a farewell party in the village for the Simpson family. However, that goes awry when Lisa gets drunk on wine and starts to spout off about him being an attempted murderer. He leads her away from the table, but as she stumbles backwards, she rips off his suit to reveal his prison uniform underneath. The village finds out that Bob is a robber, an attempted killer, and they sack him as mayor. Bob is so angry at this that he has had enough with the rest of the family and decides not just to kill Bart, but all of the Simpsons, swearing a vendetta upon them. Vendetta! Upon deciding so. Alright, Act 2. I
1: like how Homer is like, you can tell your story. He has to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I have to want to root for the protagonist, <laughs> and they start telling how he was attempting to kill Barton. Homer goes, "Well, so far I'm rooting for you."
0: <laughs> and Sigel Bob of all the Regioni and all the Valagi and all of Italia, you had to be El Mayor of this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, even the most heinous criminal deserves a seventh
0: chance (laughs) that was good
1: not a second chance no a seventh chance yes
0: um i do like sideshow bob's reaction when he's trying to pick the places on the globe
1: yes and
0: you just orlando not Um, in this lifetime north korea damn it shelbyville never bartovia now cut that out (laughs) um and then he just gradually moves yeah. himself to italy huh. and... tuscany
1: beautiful i don't blame him i wouldn't want to move to orlando either no. no nope
0: no thanks no offense to anyone that lives in orlando but it's not for us
1: or lots of offense yes you know maybe if i could have went to orlando Back in the late 90s, back in the mid 90s and hung out with all the kids at the Mickey Mouse Club?
0: I thought you were going to say you were going to try to get into the Mickey Mouse Club.
1: I probably could (laughs) have. I was pretty damn talented. (laughs) We'll never know. Have you seen my dance moves? I have. You have? I have. Who would have said no to me? That's
0: true. And if you showed up in that Hawaiian shirt, like, you would have been in.
1: I have impeccable comedic timing, so I've told myself.
0: So I've told myself.
1: (laughs) See? There you go. Right there. Got me laughing. Woo! I'm on the ball, baby. They missed out. They did. Carrie Russell who? Could have been me. Could have been me. Should have been you. Should have been me. Carrie, Corey, names are similar. Someone screwed up somewhere.
0: Yeah, but Um. you don't have the curly hair.
1: I had curly hair when I was... But like that? Have you seen pictures? I had curly hair, and when I let my hair go, it curls up into a mess. Yes, so maybe midnight, late 80s, 90s, I would have... You pay me? I'm on the Mickey Mouse Club with all my best friends? Yeah, I'll live there. But now, I will not. Forget it. Enough.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, good to what? know. What's what's missed on? opportunities?
1: I, it's really their fault.
0: This segment of our podcast called "Missed Opportunities."
1: It's really, it's really on them.
0: Yes, I agree. Yeah. Okay. What um, were we talking about? So I did notice that you seem to be very enthralled by um, Bob's large feet, and. Crushing all the grapes.
1: And the song
0: And what was that song?
1: These boots were made for walking, but it was these feet were made for stomping. That's just what'll what I'll do. One of these days, these feet will make a Chianti out of you. Are you ready, feet? Start stomping. Doot 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 doot. Love it. Yep. I love Nancy Sinatra.
0: That was a good moment. Um, <laughs> and Homer is very surprised by Bob having a wife and a child Because as Homer says, he thought that Bob was always out loud and proud
1: I mean, Bob did experiment in college as one is wont to do yep.
0: Well, Homer didn't go to college Shocking <laughs> Stop the presses
1: <laughs> uh, And uh,
0: So, what are your thoughts of Little Gino?
1: I love Little Gino!
0: So actually, I should just He's say so the, whole, cute. the whole Bob family. What's your thought of the whole? Wow, Bob he really family? married up. Mm-hmm.
1: And little Gino, if that's not the cutest little monster you've ever seen, I don't know. I don't know what you've been looking at.
0: <laughs> when he starts yelling Bart Simpson's name and just Bart Simpson,
1: him. die, die!
0: <laughs> and then, of course, we get the oh, we forgot to mention the uh,
1: Bart Simpson. I'm like my papa.
0: <laughs> we we do have a two rake jokes
1: yes and little this. gino even has a rake
0: yep. so it's when um, why'd
1: they buy a baby a rake bob is well you know
0: little baby toys and stuff and i can understand but yeah you would think bob's hatred of rakes yeah he wouldn't have one in the house but but yeah so we see the first one when he's trying to decide where to go in the globe mm-hmm. and for some reason there's a rake in the house but again it's kind of funny and it kind of comes out of nowhere and of course it's called back to Cape Fear, and uh, yeah, which we
1: haven't done yet. Which we have not done. Which is one of my favorites. I know we'll get
0: there. It's mine too, but I'd, I'd like to save it a bit. Um, and then yes, of course we see the little Gino. He's trying to attack Bart Simpson, and then he <laughs> runs around and gets hit by the rake and <laughs> knocks him out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it knocks him out too. Um, I like when Bob said to Bart, "You'll make some murderer very happy one day." Just not but me. It won't be me. <laughs> also when chief wiggum bursts through the door at the birthday party yelling eat justice sideshow bob and they just let loose a hailstorm of bullets they sure do and it's just a child's birthday party and they're just sitting there no parental
0: nope.
1: supervision nope. they're just sitting there in not even really a living room how was that house even set up there was just a table in a very well, small room. Well, maybe they room. brought the table
0: into the living room. Where it's was a the birthday couch? Party. They moved it for the birthday party.
1: Where did they move it to?
0: Uh, somewhere else.
1: Dear God. And then Wiggum. Oh, Penn State. <laughs> did you go to Penn State? My cousin went to Penn State. <laughs> did you know him?
0: <laughs> Mark Wiggum. Kind of fat guy. Played Tetris a lot. <laughs> huh? No? Um, so also I did find Marge and Homer were appalled that Bob hasn't told Francesca about all his heinous things. And then Homer says he tells Marge everything. Well, not necessarily in words, but in body language, you know, sneaking around and such.
1: <laughs> do you do that?
0: Do I do that? Yeah. I let you know everything.
1: That's mm, in body language.
0: In body language. <laughs> Did you have any thoughts on Bart trying to bait Bob?
1: Come on, Bob.
0: (laughs) And what he says to him, dice, slice dice and serve on rice. (laughs) And then Bob calls him a little scamp. (laughs) And then, you know, Marge tries to assure everyone everything is okay. Because he says, she says, Bob is a family man. Now you can't be a bad person if you have a family.
1: Gee. Oh Marge, there are some true crime documentaries you shouldn't watch then.
0: <laughs> and then Lisa, of course, brings up literature and says, Literature is filled with tales of redemption from Jean Valjean to the voice of Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear.
1: Tim, Tim Alan. Alan. Aww!
0: <laughs> Which I think is kind of interesting because I don't remember him being... That problematic then? I know he well, yeah, has become there was, a lot there more. There was the
1: drunk driving stuff and the oh, cocaine right. stuff he did yes. back. In, he did cocaine in the seventies and got in trouble for it. Right,
0: that's what it was. And right.
1: the drunk driving stuff.
0: Because I know, like in the past, like I don't know, five years or so, there's been a lot more that's come out about him, just more or less like just comments that he's made and everything like mm-hmm. that that people don't agree with. So, but. Um, and then we also have a, a moment that kind of would be applicable even now when Homer is up on the, the perch and he's making like this facial gesture and everything and then Lisa comes up and says, Dad, don't be like Mussolini.
1: I was being like Donald Trump.
0: I thought I was doing Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, They were there for a whole month. Yes. What about school? Maybe it was summer. And Marge doesn't have a job, and Homer was there because of work. Marge has
0: the toughest job of all. A housewife. Yeah.
1: And uh, Homer was there because of work, so I guess that checks out. Yeah.
0: I don't know, but whatever. Um, You seem to really love this part, Corey. Hmm. Uh, When they go into the sausage factory... And the meat grinder. And Homer just getting all the meats.
1: All the raw meats, also. Yep,
0: ground directly into his mouth. And then, of course, I love... This is like... uh, This also happened in The Great Louse Detective when Bob is hanging out with the Simpsons and he's kind of questioning things that are going on. Mm -hmm. Like, um, oh, it's when Homer goes to attack the dummy. Mm -hmm. He says, none of this is strange to any of you. And in this, he does basically the same thing. He turns to Marge and he says... He kisses you with that mouth? <laughs> That's when Homer, mouth yeah. all full. Words.
1: <laughs> Give me a kiss!
0: <laughs> okay, so, this is a part that kind of bothered me about this episode. And, like, I understand they had to use... Well, they didn't have to use this character to get where they got. But, Lisa getting drunk. <laughs> on that at all
1: don't be so olive garden brian
0: <laughs> i guess so at least an awful drunk but it was just like i don't know i was just like really this is what we're doing for this and i mean i suppose there has been some history bard has gotten drunk too when he was at the saint patrick's day parade
1: you know what that is that's bad parenting mm-hmm.
0: but i did notice that and because i thought it was interesting because i don't quite remember that part happening um, when I watched it again
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I noticed that, you know, she grabs the glass right, and after it's filled and then they cut from her like very quickly. So you don't actually see her drink it or anything mm-hmm. like that. But then obviously when they come back, it's very obvious that she's inebriated. Right. And, but I do like her comment when she says, oh no, I spilled some wine. I'll get oh, it out with some more on. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> with some more wine. And then she just says, yes, yeah, uh, go on with your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because Marge just tried to, like, talk about Bob at that point. So, but yeah, so, I don't know, it just, it just kind of bothered me, and I just felt like, like, I mean, I know The Simpsons does a lot of crazy things and stuff like that, but I just, I don't know, something about that bothered me.
1: And I like how she was, like, (laughs) trying to be funny Mm -hmm. when her mom was making the speech.
0: Yes. But yeah, she says something about, like, how Bob should be in Sing Sing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and stuff like, yeah, she makes like two quick jokes. Yeah. And then as uh, Bob's trying to get her away, <laughs> and he says, drunken children tell the ugliest lies.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And now, again, this is another thing that it doesn't make sense. And, Corey, you said it out loud when you were watching it. And I right. made the same comment when I was watching it of when Lisa drunkenly pulls Bob's clothes off. Why is he wearing his prison jumpsuit under his clothing? Why is
1: he wearing it under his clothing? Why didn't, if he is wearing it under his clothing, why didn't his wife notice it beforehand? Mm -hmm. Like, I, 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 there are so many questions. Right. And no answers. None. None.
0: There is an answer to one thing, though. What? On the back of his uh, prison outfit. It lists his prisoner number as HAB F02, which is the production code for this episode.
1: I was going to say that does it have something to do with this episode?
0: Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It's like, oh, okay, all right, and they've done that before too, mm-hmm. with things like that. So, um, I did also like the uh, America's Most Wanted book when the Italian oh, yeah. police are yeah. flipping through and they see Jailbird, and then they see right. uh, Mayor Quimby Jailbird uh-huh. for Invasione de Casa. Mayor Quimby, Drunko Drivo. <laughs> then we see a picture of Peter Griffin from Family Guy.
1: Plagiarism.
0: Plagiarisissimo.
1: And then.
0: Stan from American, American Dad, Dad. And it's plagiarisissimo de plagiarisissimo. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see Sideshow Bob of Amisadio Attentato Multiplo. So I just thought that was kind of funny bringing in the other um, right. Fox animated shows on there so that made i
1: liked american dad american
0: dad was fine so i mean another one that we kind of gave up on because i know it continued on tbs and Mm -hmm. for several years but we kind of gave up on that but but no that was a funny joke i did enjoy that and i also do like bob when he's talking to when he's trying to defend himself to his family right and just the words he says when he says the boy drove him to murder by exonerating a harlequin who he framed for robbery at the Quickie Mart.
1: Just the wording.
0: Yep. And uh they realize that um Bob goes from 0 to
1: 0 to stab Is it stabby okay. or
0: murderous? The,
1: well, that's in act 3. Oh, is
0: that act 3? But... Okay. Oh, that's right cuz that's when they're driving away.
1: One of my favorite lines. He's getting that stabby look again.
0: (laughs) And then we end this act with Bob calling a vendetta against the Simpsons, which leads Marge to pull out the Italian-American translation book and realize that vendetta means... Vendetta. Vendetta.
1: Vendetta, vendetta.
0: (laughs) Not much cuter than that. (laughs) Okay. All right, act two. Anything else? No. All right. So moving on into our Act 3. Moving right along here. So the family flees in the fixed car, but Bob follows them on a motorcycle, a Ducati 999. This leads into a high-speed chase on a highway until Homer drives into a ditch and onto a Roman aqueduct, eventually landing on top of Trajan's Column in the Roman Forum. Bob's wife and son catch up with him, and Bob, fearing her disappointment, tries promising to give up his new vendetta. But Francesca professes her love and loyalty for Bob and offers to help him take revenge as a family. Meanwhile, the Simpsons are wondering what they should do next, since they are in a foreign country with no car and no money whatsoever. Lisa spots a bus with a poster advertising Krusty the Clown's performance in the opera, the opera Pegalacci. My apologies if I said that wrong. They meet up with him at the Coliseum in Rome and he puts them in an unnoticed in as unnoticed extras. However, Bob, Francesca, and Gino find them and corner them on stage while Krusty, who went through a trapdoor, flees the stage. Lisa warns the audience that the Terwilligers are about to actually kill her and the family, but Bob tricks the audience by performing the climax of Vesti la Giubi. Before Bob and his family can finish off The Simpsons, though, Christy's, Krusty's limousine picks them up. Krusty, Needs them to smuggle an ancient artifact back to America. The, twigler, the tw- Terwilligers are disappointed at first, but then walk away plotting revenge together, with Gino chasing a butterfly and Bob grinning maliciously with Francesca. All right, act three.
1: This is where he goes from zero yes. to murder awfully fast. Yes. Um, that Pavia- pa- pa- Pagliacci... It reminds me of that Seinfeld episode with Crazy Joe DiVola.
0: Yes. I wonder if it's the same thing. It probably is. Because it was like the same no, costume, It's No,
1: it's 100% right? the same thing. Yeah. okay. There's only one opera like that. Okay. And that's that one.
0: I didn't um, know if it was exactly the, no, the it was, same thing. No, it was the same thing. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you like clowns? Oh, no. no.
0: <laughs> I did enjoy Homer's technical difficulty sign. Oh my
1: God! <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> and Burns, it's been a month. Where is my Vesta Rosa?
0: Vendetta for me, Papa. Vendetta
1: for me, Papa. <laughs> I love. I love that.
0: And of course, Bob's comment: revenge is a dish best served family style.
1: I like Marge's, I feel like I'm the Born Identity.
0: <laughs> and you know how much I love Krusty. Yes. And when he's sitting there in... I'm
1: trying to spice up the play. Yes.
0: And nudist he's like,
1: with big rap.
0: This is coming out. I'm yeah. not doing this. This isn't happening. And Mr. Teeny right behind him too yeah. in the, the outfit as well. Which is great.
1: We don't want to be the first Christians to die in the Coliseum. <laughs> that was a
0: good joke. I did like that a lot. And also when the Simpsons are trying to plead with Krusty, and they say, Krusty, you gotta help us. And Krusty says, I don't do gotta. Yeah. And then his favorite, his joke that you seem to really like. Vendetta? What's that? An Italian vending machine? (laughs) I
1: don't know why I like it so much, but I do. Yep.
0: Well, you would have been fine with it, because that was his opening joke, his closer, his saver, and his topper.
1: Oh, Yee.
0: And any thoughts on Homer's impression of the Phantom of the Opera?
1: I I hate it. I hate
0: it. I'm the gayest supervillain ever. Beware nope. my scented candles. Ooh, scented. No. So Krusty's song at the opera. The no more rice krispies, we are <laughs> out of rice krispies. So apparently that is a reference to an operatic Rice Krispies commercial from what? the 1960s where a family's eating breakfast and the father father sings that exact line.
1: Are you kidding me? Yes.
0: So I'm going to have to see if I can find that. Yeah. So if I can find it, I will That's post insane. it on our social medias for you all to take a look at it. Um, <laughs> I do like when the Simpsons family's on the stage as well. And, uh... Crusty or not crusty, I'm sorry. chill Bob and Gino have the binoculars, mm-hmm. and they're looking for them. And then Bart turns around, realizes that they're that they're there, and he's kind of freaking out. And then Homer turns around, just waves. <laughs> hi,
1: hi, yeah.
0: And then of course Gino just vendetta, 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 vendetta with knife for in me his Papa. Mouth. knife in his mouth, comes down onto the stage and. Right. Bob is just so proud of him And he says he is evil on an 8th grade level <laughs> And I'm not going to say the joke here But what did you think of Krusty's Naples joke? I, I kind of liked it <laughs> And I, then the call I, from the crowd
1: It's called Napoli Sounds like you're all taking a Napoli
0: I know you're out there I can hear you all being greasy. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, we can't have a Sideshow Bob episode without a stunning musical performance by Kelsey Grammer. Yes! And his operatic singing in this is just beautiful. Just absolutely gorgeous. And even Homer mentions it when, you know, Lisa tries to tell the crowd, no, this is really happening. They're trying to kill us. And then, you know, Bob just starts singing again and then homer's just like but it's so beautiful right and then it just ends very abruptly where you know the family's going after the simpsons yeah and then all of a sudden here comes crusty in a limo and they leave and he just says well they have to help him smuggle antiquities out of america yeah and to hide it well quote unquote
1: you know what that means kids yeah.
0: but so for me like i just felt like this episode was building to this and it just really let me down at the end. And I just felt like it just, like I said, just ended just too abruptly. And again, we've talked about this in the past where, you know, they're kind of, there's limitations of time and stuff like that, but I feel like so much of act one Mm -hmm. could have been cut out. Yeah. And then you would have had time to do a little bit more for that finale you know, because like, it they really set it up well, and they really set it up that something really cool was going to happen at the end, mm-hmm. and then it was just like, okay, let's get out of here with a limo, right? And it just, I don't know, that just really bothered me. I felt like and it the little guy, a little bit more
1: with the butterfly. Yeah, chasing but after why? the butterfly. It was just cute. Like
0: was it just because they wanted to get him to say Vendetta again? Yeah. yeah. And why does he have a vendetta against the butterfly?
1: Because the butterfly didn't it fly into him or something? I don't remember.
0: Oh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I dismissed that part. Maybe he did fly into him or something. So But yeah, so It was I really don't know. cute. But I, like I said, I just feel like I felt really let down with the end.
1: Mm, you did? Like
0: I felt like it was a pretty good episode up till then. And then it just kind of left me hanging, like, oh, okay, that's it? All right, see you later. Uh, so, And there was a little stinger at the end, where the family's on a gondola ride. Yeah. And the man is, uh, instead of saying, uh, that's amore, he changes the words, and he's saying right. moral. So he says, the gondola ride, or on the gondola ride, he says, when a wife looks like that, and her husband's so fat... That's a moral. When she kisses that jerk while well, I do all the work, that's a more and then Homer gets upset. And then the man says, Oh, excuse, I no speak of English and then he <laughs> says, When a big tub of lard, and then they cut it up. So
1: uh, when I was little and I I love that song. Mm-hmm. Dean Martin, R. I. P. Uh, but when I was little I thought it was when the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie not pizza pie Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i'm like how big how big is the pie
0: and it must be a cheesecake because the moon is made of cheese right
1: boo no what's wrong with you
0: (laughs) all right well on that note so um uh, I was not able to find any ratings for this episode I don't okay, know if great. it's because it was later on um like we said it was episode 17 but I was not able to find any episode
1: 17
0: season 17. you said episode 17 I well I just corrected it and I just cut it out season 17
1: uh-huh
0: um but what were your thoughts on this episode?
1: I love all Bob episodes you know that this was great. This was great. Brenda would have had all the problems with it. Ooh, that's offensive, too, baby. I don't know. He would have found offense somehow, though.
0: No, I agree.
1: The most offended generation.
0: That's mm-hmm. true. That is true. So, but yeah, fight
1: me, Gen Z. Fight me.
0: Go ahead and TikTok us, or because we know you won't email. Uh, maybe you, you can instagram us i suppose you kids
1: with your tiktoks
0: <laughs> so but yeah i for me like i felt like this is a rather weak sideshow bob episode like what story was fine you didn't like of how end. abrupt it was well, like the ending is the yeah. my only complaint with it but the story was fine it told a pretty good story mm-hmm. but for me there wasn't really a lot of laughs in this episode Like, there was a few, but there wasn't really, like, a lot. And again, maybe it's because of, you know, outside of that prime time of The Simpsons. You know, Mm -hmm. now we're talking about season 17. But, I don't know, like, I just felt like there was a lot lacking in that respect for this episode. Okay. Like I said, I mean, I think the story was good. And for the most part, they delivered it well outside of that ending just being so abrupt. Mm-hmm. So if they could have tweaked that a little bit, and I don't know what else they could have really done for more jokes or more comedy on the actual episode or not, but um, but yeah, so for me, like, again, it's a Sideshow Bob episode, because of course it's going to be great because of Kelsey yeah. Grammer being involved, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is definitely one of the weaker of the Sideshow, Sideshow Bob
1: Bobs. episodes. Okay. That's and, fair.
0: you know, before watching The Great Louse Detective again, I would have said, based on what I remember about this episode, I would have said I thought that this one was better than that. But it was I think The Great Louse Detective was better than this one.
1: Hmm. Okay. So,
0: um, but again, you can't go wrong when you get Kelsey Grammer involved. Right. So, right. it's still, you know, a good time. It's still fun. Um, but, again, like I said, just the abruptness of it and... That just really wasn't that many funny parts in it. I thought so, but
1: I've been trying to rewatch Frasier again. Mm-hmm. What a joy!
0: Yeah, it's a good show.
1: Just every every single actor in that can't go wrong. Yep,
0: I would agree. So, okay, well, thank you for that. Thank you for your comments. So, a rather quick one today. So, I guess not having uh, Brendan here with us today really cut our time down. Um, What time are we at? uh, We're a little over an hour. Jeez! Yeah, one hour and ten minutes at this moment. Uh, But before we go, of course, we have our Act 4. So do you have anything for Act 4 today? Mm. Anything you are excited about? Want to talk people about? Recommendations? (laughs) Want
1: to talk people about? Yes,
0: talk people about.
1: I haven't heard it yet, but um, Topanga, Eric, and Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World... Have a new podcast called Pod Meets World. We're the rewatching Podden? Pod okay. Meets World. We're the re-watching all of the Old Boy Meets World episodes and then talking about it. And I think that's going to be delightful because I love those actors. Um, but I haven't listened to it yet, so don't quote me. So
0: when is uh, Corey Savage showing up?
1: You mean Ben Savage? Ben Savage.
0: He played Corey on the show. <laughs> I'm mixing the two together. <laughs>
1: Jesus. I, I don't know, but I know the dad, Mr. Matthews, is their first guest on the show. So is show, that yeah.
0: what it's going to be? Like, every episode, they're going to have a different guest?
1: I honestly don't know what their format is. Like, kind of
0: like a lot of these. Like, I know, Maybe. Like, I know New Girl does that. Yeah. There's a Scrubs podcast that does that yeah. with Donald Faison and Zach Braff, where they invite different people on. Like, they'll have Sarah Chalk on, or they'll have... Um, you know, the creators and directors. I
1: don't, I don't know, but it sounds like that. I'm bummed out because garbage was supposed to be tonight and they yeah. had to cancel.
0: Yeah. So they said it had something to do with an illness in their yeah. group. So oh, we're probably, probably COVID. assuming COVID. But so, and it sounds like they're probably just going to be completely canceling because they're talking about refunds. So yeah. that's kind of a bummer because Kaylin was really looking forward to going. We took her last year, but it wasn't quite what she expected last year, so we were hoping for a better showing this year, yeah, so that is disappointing, but
1: I mean, aside from that, I can't think of anything
0: okay
1: I'm very tired, and I don't know why
0: it's six o'clock if everyone if anyone's wondering <laughs> I'm
1: very tired PM. I, don't, PM. I don't know why um maybe you'll say something and that'll jog my memory. All right.
0: Alright, yeah, so for me, um, we just finished Stranger Things today.
1: Oh crap.
0: And oh my um is it good. Um, you know, we I think That was
1: going to be my thing.
0: We've talked about Stranger about Things it. before and you know how much we do enjoy the show, but I really think this was the best season that have
1: I cried and cried and cried point. and yeah, cried. There
0: was a lot of tears. No I definitely spoilers. shed some as well. You did not. I did. I did.
1: You're going to have to tell me one later. Okay.
0: But, um, but yeah, we won't give out any spoilers or anything, so this is a, you know, a safe thing. I should have said that Steve at the beginning. Steve the
1: Hare Harrington. I love him. Yep. Joe Keery, do you want to be my friend? I know it's weird because I'm a lot older than you, but you can be my friend.
0: You could. And maybe he should.
1: Maya Hawk, she could be London's friend because <laughs> if she was my
0: friend... So that's weird, but Steve is not weird. Uh,
1: Steve's like in his thirties. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. But <laughs> no, if you
0: haven't seen it yet, uh, do yourself a favor, check it out. Um, just very, very good. And I
1: don't want Jonathan to be my friend.
0: That now that we always talk about this about how I say like, you know, do we have to watch a bad horror movie? And don't get me wrong, there are some times where a bad horror movie can be fun. But a lot of times, like some of the stuff you in London watch, it's not fun.
1: It is fun! And they're
0: just bad. So, Stranger Things is a very good example of good horror. (laughs) Would you call it horror?
1: There's definitely a ton of horror
0: elements to it. Okay. Like, I mean, I feel like you have to tell someone that going in. Like, they can't just go in thinking, oh, it's just a fun romp with a bunch of kids hanging out. But you kind of have to know what's going to happen because there are some pretty horrific things that happen in this show, especially this season. So, but but all in all, I thought it was very good. Very excited to see where they go from here. Um, they have announced that there is going to be at least one more season. They're saying that's going to be the end of it. I kind of hope it is, but money is a uh, makes a lot of people make some bad decisions. So.
1: Ain't that the truth? Yeah.
0: But I honestly think, I was talking to a friend about this earlier today. If they do continue it beyond this next season, I don't think the Duffers will be involved. Like, I think they would, maybe Netflix would like try to do like a prequel or something. And I don't think they would be involved because they've already said that although they really like doing this, it's taken so much out of them. Well, yeah. And it's just so much work. But they've had it. Uh, figured out basically beginning to end from the beginning so they knew exactly what they wanted with it mm-hmm. so but yeah please check it out it was a lot of fun and then uh last night we uh went to a concert had a lot of fun there we saw uh tiger army which
1: yeah really, we did really nick 13 still a handsome devil
0: and then for me i uh, got to see the interrupters again and really enjoyed that they're just a lot of fun
1: and we saw a very fun young band from england called the skints yep
0: yeah just kind of like uh what'd you say like reggae, reggae slash ska. ska yeah kind of like two-tone ska mm-hmm. but it was just kind of crazy to see a band that young playing that kind of music and then that girl
1: she literally played everything. She was a singer, and a keyboard player, and a saxophone player, and a guitarist, I'm not lying, and a harpsichord player. And then
0: she also played that weird thing on top of her keyboard. Yeah. So it just made, like, weird I think that sounds. Was just, yeah. And then when um, the interrupters were playing, we noticed that she was taking photos of them.
1: <laughs> she probably also sewed all of the band's t-shirts by hand. <laughs>
0: So, but yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Flogging Molly was actually the opener, but or not the opener, the headliner. But we decided we had seen Flogging Molly very many times in our past, and it seems like it's kind of the same. The set thing list is always the same for them. So we were like, you know what, let's go. So we cut out a little bit early, but still had a really good time. Went with some good people. Uh, Maurice from Yes, Maurice was
1: there. was there. So we got to hang
0: out with him, and he invited us over to his brother's house, and he made some really good. Um, Pulled pork and had us over before yeah. the show, which was very nice. And so, thank you again to uh, Maurice and Justin uh, for having us over and for hanging out. It was a good time. So, all right. So, I think that's going to bring us to the end today. Yeah. Um, so, a rather quick one. Uh, but uh, before we go here, again, if you want to reach out to us for any reason, feel free to email us. At...
1: Come on, Gen Z. I want that hate mail.
0: It's so it's come to this pod at gmail.com. Instagram, so it's come to this underscore pod. And on Facebook, you can find us, so it's come with the number two, this. And remember, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcast, or wherever you find your podcast. And while you're there, make sure to like and subscribe.
1: You think Eric Matthews would be my friend?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe you should give him a shout out next time. I
1: should. I'd like to be his friend. I think he's fun.
0: Although, maybe you should learn his actual name.
1: It's Wilfred Al. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I think he might prefer that rather than you referring to Eric a character. Matthews, how
1: are you doing? That he
0: played what almost 30 years ago.
1: Still banking on that character though. That's so true. That's true.
0: That's true. So, all right, well, let's get out of here. Any final thoughts, words, salutations?
1: <laughs> what? Dead ringers. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I forgot to shout out the boys. There's Adam, Blake, Kyle. Please don't stop being my fictional friends.
0: Well, now you're going to get hit mail from them for forgetting that. <laughs> oh
1: my God. If I got email from any one of them, I'd poop myself.
0: <laughs> All right, well, on that. <laughs> uh,
1: guys, it's summer, but it doesn't mean that COVID... Has stopped completely, so please be safe and don't get any sunburn and please use uh, bug spray because mosquitoes in West Nile and all that just like there's so much crap.
0: Oh, yeah, invasive snails are the new thing today, right?
1: Yeah, invasive snails in Florida. There's so much crap. There's the government and the, the America doesn't deserve a birthday party this year. Um, please just be nice to everyone right. except for the people that don't deserve it and you and know who you are you'll know who they are when you look into <laughs> their eyes and you're like you're just dead inside please be nice to everyone all right and i love you all very unconditioned no i love you all very conditionally
0: what are the conditions <laughs>
1: the conditions are you listen to my podcast and you email me and you tell me you want romper room shout outs, or guess what? Our relationship is over! Dunzo. Dunzo.
0: This is the longest goodbye ever.
1: <laughs> that's, that's actually the title of my memoir. Dunzo? No, the longest goodbye oh, ever. The
0: longest goodbye ever. <laughs> Still waiting. Oh, goodbye. There you go. All right, and we will smell you later, everyone.
1: Ugh. Thank